Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. What's going on, everyone? It's Wednesday, March 8th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Rob Litters, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about Lego. Uh, They're a company we all know and love, especially those of us who grew up in the 90s. Lego's doing very well right now. And while other toy brands are sort of floundering a little bit, Lego had a banner year. We're going to be breaking that down for you. But first, let's take a look at what else is going on in business and tech. Rob, what do you got your eye on? Um, So first and foremost, Zach, I think we might be reaching peak capitalism. Amazon said its Black Friday NFL game will be free to stream for non-Prime members. If you remember, I think we've covered this story quite a bit. Amazon reported record Prime signups after its Thursday night football debut last year. We've talked about the strategy quite a bit on the podcast. What I love about this is there's nothing that really kind of cuts across American demographics more than NFL football. Like you just know you're going to be reaching people if you're hosting NFL football games. Right. And the genius is that Amazon can kind of strategically promote products in the regions where the teams that are playing exist. So they can almost have this kind of like weekly regional marketing strategy, which is really cool. Hmm. Some other perks of the strategy, they streamed 15 games last year, attracting audiences that were on average eight years younger than NFL audiences on linear cable channels and regularly topped all competing programming across broadcasting cable when they were hosting games. Okay. First and foremost, like the idea of a Black Friday football game just sounds absolutely ridiculous. I think kind of anointing Black Friday a holiday is ridiculous in itself, and now adding NFL football on top of it just <laughs> makes it even crazier. But right. streaming this game for free is genius because I think it gives Amazon a big marketing event to get Prime deals in front of non-subscribers and non-Prime members and will likely drive a ton of signups for them. What do you think about this? Interesting move, for sure. There's some stuff going down at Starbucks too, right? Yeah, exactly. So CEO Howard Schultz, who was a longtime CEO of Starbucks and then left and then came back last April, is planning to testify in a U.S. Senate hearing over alleged union busting. To date, 290 Starbucks cafes have voted to unionize And Schultz is kind of under fire here because since he came back as CEO last April, he's kicked off a much more aggressive opposition to the union push. The union has filed more than 500 charges of unfair labor practices with the NLRB, Hmm. including allegations of retaliatory firings and store closures, according to CNBC. The company also raised wages and improved benefits for non-union workers, which does seem kind of crazy. Mm. Interestingly, in kind of complicating matters, Schultz is stepping down as CEO this month, but he's going to remain on the board. Mm. So there's definitely a question of, is he really the best person to be testifying here? Sure. Yeah. And that's big news. He's been, he's been in that seat for a long time. Yeah. What have you been seeing, Zach? So Meta is reportedly gearing up to cut thousands of more jobs. It's unclear if that's going to be across Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, or all three. But obviously, back in November, the company slashed 13% of its staff. And uh, in a new blog post, the head of Facebook, Tom Allison, wrote, 
Contrary to reports otherwise, Facebook is not dead or dying. Love it. Not really reassuring <laughs> to see the head of your company say that in a blog post, but we'll see what happens there. The Department of Justice is suing to block JetBlue's $3.8 billion acquisition of Spirit Airlines. They're arguing that that merger is going to result in pricier flights, fewer choices, and uh, pricier flights aren't really something we can handle right now because flight prices are already up 25% year over year. So I don't know how much higher they can go. Right. And Spirit's one of the only airlines that's Spirit's actually one of the offering only affordable a discount airlines. alternative. Yeah. You have to listen to basically like an hour straight of being pitched their credit card. But I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a fair trade-off. I guess you don't really get any storage yeah. for your bags either. But those are the trade-offs you have to make if you want a cheap ticket. Right. And Spirit is just like a normal price for an airline now. It's not even right. budget anymore. All right. Other news. We got Weight Watchers acquiring Sequence. That's a company that offers a subscription telehealth care for weight management. So this might not seem like a big deal, but it was a $106 million acquisition. And Weight Watchers stock actually went up 70% after that deal was announced. Nice little boost there. Interesting. This seems like kind of a genius move to me because you've got like all the... Uh... I think Weight Watchers like already has kind of like the fitness side covered. They have mm -hmm. the nutrition side covered. Makes sense to kind of loop people in to actual like specialists as well as solid acquisition. Sure, it is. And uh, last thing I got my eye on here is Gavin Newsom announced that California is going to cut ties with Walgreens. That's over the company's decision to stop carrying abortion pills. It's not clear exactly how they plan to cut ties with Walgreens. Walgreens has hundreds of stores in California. Um, but regardless, Walgreens shares fell about 2% on that news. And uh, that's going to be a, a battle that is probably going to play out in the state courts. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting wording. How can you just cut ties with a company that has hundreds of stores in your state? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Today, though, we're talking about something a little less serious. We're talking Legos. So on Tuesday, Lego dropped its latest 2022 numbers. They were looking pretty good. Sales went up 17% year over year to 9.3 billion. What's driving the success here, Rob? First of all, Legos are just awesome. But also, the company's been really quick to bring new toys to market. Last year, 48% of Lego's products were new. And I think like one thing here, I have a toddler. He doesn't really play with Legos yet. He plays with Duplos, the bigger ones that I think are less of a choking hazard. Uh. And if you're ever in a toy store or like a bookstore with a children's section, you notice that Lego honestly has a new set for like every single kind of like children focused character world. There's Harry Potter Legos, there's Star Wars Legos, right. there's Legos for literally everything. They've done an amazing job, I think, of licensing mm -hmm. and building out these new sets that are really, really interesting to people who are fans of these other brands. And I think they've really kind of expanded their target market and their addressable market by doing this. I remember when I was younger, there weren't really specialized Lego sets. I'm pretty sure I just had like a massive pail of random scattered Legos that I would use to try to make <laughs> fortresses and stuff like that. So the Lego game has definitely gotten a lot more interesting. Mm -hmm. They've also been really quick to expand their retail footprint. In 2022, Lego opened 155 new stores with a heavy focus on China, bringing its total store count to almost a thousand. They have 904 stores right now, which is crazy to me because you don't really see a ton of Lego stores. No, they're kind of a rarity. So outside of the China expansion, Lego's also weathered the global supply chain shortage 
really well because of its focus on vertical integration. So they haven't relied on a bunch of other companies for their supplies. They have a relatively verticalized supply chain. They recently broke ground on a new factory in Vietnam and plan to open another in Virginia. So Lego is doing a lot of things. I mean, you talk about what we just covered. Yeah, we're talking about supply chain. We're talking about product. We're talking about retail. It really seems like Lego is kind of firing on all cylinders here. Yeah. Interestingly, despite the big jump in revenue that you mentioned before, their net profit was only up about 4%, which is still great. Great to see net profit. We're in an environment now where I think most tech stocks would freaking <laughs> beg for any sliver yeah. of net profit. So great to see that. They attributed some of that to higher material and transportation costs, which they're trying to counter by raising price on about a third of their products. Hmm. Now, uh, Lego also has this other side of their business that's growing. Let's just touch on the digital side of things a little bit. What is the company doing to sort of build out that sector of their company? Yeah, so they have a few digital apps. There's the Lego Builder app, which was downloaded 13.6 million times in 2022, up 42% year over year. And the Lego Life Social app was downloaded about 7 million times. Also in 2022, Lego's website saw almost 400 million visits, mm -hmm. up about 38% year over year. And they grew their digital team by 1,300 people, up about 43%. So they're really kind of investing in digital alongside all of these real life and brick and mortar investments. In 2023, Lego plans to launch a kid-friendly metaverse as part of a $1 billion partnership with Epic Games. And honestly, I mean, if there are companies, we've talked a little bit about the metaverse on here and the companies that are really poised to succeed. And I think Lego could be one of them. I mean, you look at right. Roblox, a lot of the games in Roblox kind of look like Legos. Like I think there's totally. something aesthetically pleasing about stacking Legos on a screen. I think that's pretty much what Tetris has been doing for decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes simple's best with the kids' games. I mean, Minecraft too was a huge hit. Totally. Just stacking bricks. Zach, are you a Lego guy? Huge Lego kid. Love it. I had a huge drawer of Legos and it's pretty much how I spent every summer day. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I could totally see you just building like the sickest Lego world <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Well, you know, these days, most of the time I hear about Lego fans, they're actually adults. Wow. Like a lot of kids, I'm sure still play with Legos, but there's a lot of adult collectors out there who... I think you mentioned before sort of those licensing deals that Lego's taken on with, you know, brands like Star Wars. Totally. There are a lot of adult collectors who shell out, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for those rare sets. That's such a good point. And I mean, I think on the other side of that, that really validates their digital strategy because so many kids spend so much more time online now yeah. than playing with toys in the real world. Yeah, that's wild. Covering all their bases. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage for you on our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go find that over at hustle.co slash email. And we will catch you all tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. 
He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 